A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Today, we've got a satisfying malicious compliance story all about a racist parent. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, break the law? Sure thing, boss. Sign here, please. I used to work as a spare parts estimator for a fairly niche industry. My job was essentially to work out what parts of our main product the customer wanted, find out how much it would cost us to make, add a little markup, and send them a quote. My boss was pretty strict on traceability, so everything needed to be recorded, including why a certain markup had been applied to a particular product. Normal value of these quotes is somewhere between 200 British pounds and a few hundred thousand. Very rarely do we get orders for anything more than that, once or twice a decade in my experience. A request for quotation landed on my desk when I was work from home during COVID, and it was a biggie. Just looking at the list of parts the customer wanted, this was going to be an absolute killer. Over a million pounds all by itself. I was told by the sales guy that if this one went well, there was another to follow of an even bigger size, ultimately looking at 10 million over the next four years. So I set to work. Normally I can do five or six of these quotes in a day, but this one quote took me six weeks to put together. I was in constant contact with 20 plus vendors getting specifications, technical details, prices, and lead times for over 400 items. Finally, my masterpiece was complete. Then came the snag. Sales guy then says that because of the country this customer is in, they need to have four or more quotes in from different customers in order to get it cleared by their government. Some anti-corruption policy that had been instituted, we were the original manufacturer of the product, and there was nowhere else on the planet they could get these parts from. So we would have to work through third parties to get it done, and he knew just the guy. In comes a one-man band with a dodgy-looking entry at company's house to save the day. Sales guy and him go way back, so he was going to be the preferential supplier. I was asked to do the normal quote to him and then to bump the prices up by 30% and send that to three other companies who had been asking about it so they would absolutely not get the contract with the end user. I argued the point, saying that the whole purpose of the anti-corruption policy is to prevent situations exactly like this, but I was overruled. The COO of the company now tells me to just do it over a phone call, at which point I request that in writing before I go ahead and do it. Fast forward two years and there's still no order that's been placed. Then I find out through a different sales guy that the one-man band has been put on a blacklist by this country's government over this project. The other three companies have been turned down and the end user is asking other companies to come in and take our product out and replace it with their own. A huge investigation is called for by senior management. My quote is ripped to pieces and examined in microscopic detail, and the question gets asked. Why did you give different prices to these other three when you knew it was all to do with anti-corruption? We should fire you. That's millions of pounds of order you've lost us. Out comes the email from my little black book. On the desk it goes. Everyone suddenly gets very quiet and the COO starts packing his desk in a box 
the next week. And the moral of the story is, if someone tells you to do something borderline illegal, make sure to get it in writing. 100% if you're being told to do something that you know is a terrible idea, might cost the company a lot of money, might get the company litigated against, cover your butt and get it in writing that you were told to do that. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy satisfying stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, you want me away from guests at all times so they don't see me doing normal things? No problem. I work in the hotel industry in a busy city. This specific property was completely ran down after COVID, and everyone left except one person. So everyone there is new to the property, most even new to hospitality, even managers, even HR. A few of the rules set by the new management was that one, we can't even as much have a bottle of water behind the front desk to drink between guests or when there's a lull in check-ins or check-outs. We have to put it in the bell closet, and that's nowhere near the front desk. I have to exit my pod, go around the corner, out of sight, into the lobby, and go in the closet to take a sip of water. Sweet. Got it. Two, we can't use the public restrooms on the main floor because it's unprofessional to guests. We have to go down to the basement, which is around the corner from the front desk, down two flights of stairs, into the security office, down a long hallway, next to the housekeeping office. This bathroom is the housekeeper's bathroom. All their clothes are in there, they have a shower, they're always getting ready in there at the sink and every stall is taken. Okay, got it, sweet. Mind you, not even two months ago, I was hospitalized for dehydration, so drinking water is vital for me. Therefore, I require a lot of fluids and a lot of bathroom trips follow, especially during that time of that month. So what could have easily have been gulps of water between groups of guests at the desk and simple three-minute bathroom trips on the same level as me are now 15-minute ordeals each time I'm thirsty or have to use the bathroom combined. So I got it. Full line of guests arriving that need to get into their rooms? Full line of guests leaving that need to catch their taxis to get to the airport? I'm sorry, I need water and to use the bathroom. Be back in 15. My manager quickly realizes that I'm gone for more than two minutes and the lines are building as they're watching from the cameras downstairs and scold me when I come up. He tells me that we don't get breaks, only one unpaid lunch during our shift and I'm abusing time paid, that I need to save those activities for my unpaid meal. I tell him, I'm sorry. I was told it looks unprofessional to use this bathroom around the corner in the lobby and also told him I can't keep a water bottle with me. My only option is to go where you tell me to go, and with those instructions, it takes me 10 to 15 minutes to drink some water, make the trek to the basement bathroom, and wait for a stall to open, and then wait for a sink to open, and then make my way upstairs again. He knew he couldn't tell me that I can't drink water during my shift, or that I can't use the bathroom on the clock, and he sticks by his crappy rules, so he now has to keep his mouth shut when I'm gone for whatever time I please. Other employees have followed suit, and reviews pointing out long wait times are pouring in, as my manager sits their butts in their offices and doesn't assist with the lines in any way. We're just doing what we're told, sir. Us poor working slaves cannot be seen with the big money spenders, 
in their fancy bathroom quarters, and under no circumstances can the card swipers see us low-life associates hydrate with water. Got Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Now I don't know where this is taking place, but it almost feels illegal to say that you can't have a drink with you. You would just hope that wherever OP is, there's some kind of competent law that says that you can't deny your workers access to a drink while they're doing their work. What is really impressive is this whole thing is obviously a horrible decision, but they're like doubling down. Instead of just addressing it and facing the harsh truth of getting a review such as, I saw the worker in the bathroom, can you imagine the gall of them? I pay for this bathroom, the worker shouldn't be in there. Or such as, I saw the worker at the front desk with a water bottle. The lack of class in this place. Yeah, no, we much prefer the, it took 15 minutes for me to check out, reviews instead. Our next story is, keep an eye on the Indian guy because you're a racist? Okay, enjoy your brown grandchildren. When I lost my part-time job due to COVID, a good friend, let's call her Kate, helped me get hired at the after-school learning center her dad owns. She did warn me though that her dad was unapologetically racist. I'll call her dad owner. Anyway, owner and manager loved me as an employee. At the 2020 Christmas party hosted at owner's house, I got offered the role of assistant manager. We chatted for a while after, and owner and I briefly bonded over our dislike of corrupt establishment politicians. I just prefer progressives, but I didn't disclose that part. I think he came out of that conversation with the incorrect assumption that I shared his politics and social views, and his racist tendencies immediately got less subtle. In January, manager hired a new employee to fill in for the role I left. The new guy was a very dark-skinned Indian man around my age and Kate's age, 24 at the time. On this guy's first day, owner was visiting. He had another job, so he only comes in on Mondays. Right before students start arriving, owner pulls me aside and asks me to keep an eye on new employee. I don't remember the exact wording that followed, this is over a year ago, but basically without saying anything directly, owner implies that he suspected new employee would steal something or do something to the kids. Despite not actually saying the words, his intentions were clear and it was the most overt racism he had displayed so far, but rather than say something in the heat of the moment, I decided to just maliciously comply. I've kept an eye on new employee ever since, watching him to make sure he succeeds. I made sure he had all the support he needed. 
I shielded him from owner's racism as much as I could. I invited him to grab drinks after work a few times, and we ended up becoming really good friends. And last month, when I told owner I had to leave at the end of this year, I knew no one else was interested in my position as assistant director, so I got most of the staff to endorse him as my replacement. I'm now training him to take over for me. He's doing so well today that I was able to just sit around and write this post. But my favorite part in all of this is that at last year's Christmas party, I introduced a new employee to Kate. They clicked like no other couple I've ever seen and have now been dating for almost a year. New employee proposed to Kate at Thanksgiving and she said yes and I know they're definitely trying for kids real soon. Owner knows they're engaged but he didn't come in on Monday like he usually does and we haven't heard from him so I don't know how he's taking it. Anyway, can't wait for this year's Christmas party. Honestly, this is maybe the best thing that could possibly happen to that guy because maybe they'll be finally forced to come to grips with it and become more accepting. They very well might not, but at least there's more incentive than ever to try. That said, our final story of the day is say yes. Years ago, I used to work as a hardware manager for a now defunct retail company in Canada whose name started with an S and ended in ears. In the springtime, we were setting up for the inevitable warmer weather and we unveiled this absolutely amazing barbecue. Kenmore made by Charbroil 5 burner 75,000 BTU with a 10,000 BTU side burner, stainless steel construction with cast iron grill, all for the low, low price of $499. The exact same Charbroil sold for $899 at the time, so as you can imagine, it was very popular maybe sold 12 to 1 of it versus any other barbecue in my department. Also, due to that, I rarely, if ever, had any on hand and would have to special order them for customers. I begged and pleaded with my district and logistical managers to send me a hundred of the things because I know I would have been able to sell them, but they refused. Now, at this point in the company, 2012, the Canadian operations of the company were going through some transitions and they recently had initiated a say yes policy. Say yes to the customer whenever possible to complete the sale and secure the excellent salesman slash customer relationship. The customer buys a barbecue and asks if we can throw in a cover for free. Yes. The customer doesn't have tools at home and asks if we can build it in store for them. Yes. You get the point. So June rolls around, barbecues are flying out of my department at an alarming rate, with a majority of them being this Kenmore barbecue. It's Wednesday and a customer comes in after hearing about the price, and his barbecue had just broken on him the day prior and he's got family coming this weekend. I say, well, I can order it in. We've got another truck arriving Friday, so it may be on there, but I can't confirm. If it's not on this Friday's truck, it'll be on the following Tuesday truck for sure. He says, I can't take that risk, man. Is there any way I can buy the floor model? Now to note, selling floor model barbecues wasn't really allowed during the traditional barbecue season. But since the customer asked, I said, yeah, for sure, man. They said, do I get any discount off for the floor model? I said, ordinarily there would be if it were closer to clearance time. But with it being pre-built and ready to go right now, I think you're getting a decent deal with no extra hassles. Utter BS, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. He said, all right, man, I'll take it. 
So I get it packed up, wheel it out, and walk by the store manager, and she gives me the look. You know the one, the you weren't supposed to do that look. Hey, I was just saying yes. Next day, I'm sitting in the center office, stuck on a conference call that could have been an email, listening to the ramblings of sales numbers and things I'm not too concerned about, because I was good at my job and my numbers were good. At that point, I was up 25% over the previous year. Then something jerks me out of my lulled state of boredom. It's district manager, with whom I don't get along with at the best of times. They said, just going over hardware sales. OP, I noticed you sold your floor model Kenmore barbecue. That's our number one selling barbecue right now. Why would you take it off the floor before clearance? I said, well, district manager, I had a customer come in, and they were in a bind. Family coming in from out of town for a huge get-together, and his previous barbecue had just died on him. I attempted to show him other models, but he was set on this one for obvious reasons. I told him I could order one in, but I couldn't guarantee that it would arrive on my Friday truck. He then asked if he could purchase the floor model, and I, remembering the last few conference calls and your guys' introduction of our new say yes policy, looked at the customer, and I freaking said yes. I immediately heard roughly seven people laugh and then mute their call. The district manager said, Appliances, we have a new Bosch dishwasher arriving. At this point, I tuned out. Five minutes later, the call ends. I grab my notes, walk towards my department, and there's an announcement over the intercom. OP, please report to store manager's office. Oh, this is gonna be good. Said you wanted to see me? They say, why is district manager calling me literally as soon as your conference call is ended? I recount the story for store manager. They say, you know she doesn't want you on any conference calls from now on, right? The CEO and COO were on that call. I said, whoops. But also not whoops, because you know I hate conference calls. Store manager is just glaring at me, but smirking at the same time. I said, so can I go sell some barbecues now? They said, you're lucky you can sell. She was joking around. So I headed on back to my sales floor and continued to sell three more of the barbecues without them even being on display. Aftermath, they were serious about me never being on any more conference calls. They were all handled by the assistant store manager from then on, and he just gave me notes and the gist of what the call was about. But even that could have been an email. CEO and COO remembered me when they made a visit to my store a few weeks later. District manager tried to rush them past my department when she saw I was working, but the CEO made a point to stop and say, so this is the outspoken hardware salesman that I've been hearing so much about. Him and I laughed, while the district manager looked like she wanted to murder me. I also finished that quarter 33% up for the period, the best increase in sales the company had ever seen in our district at that time. I left the company in October 2012 after four and a half years, and the whole company shut down roughly five years later. Man, every time you look at Sears, you just think about how they just did not pivot with the times to online. Sears could have been the Amazon, but I guess as far as the race goes for control of the online sales monopoly, they didn't chase the bag hard enough. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy story of revenge, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.